Do you want to improve your entrepreneurial mindset? Learn new business skills? Understand marketing digital and the social media landscape? Then you are listening to the right podcast. Welcome to the Lebo Lion Show, the biggest marketing and entrepreneurship podcast on the African continent. Join me, your host, Lebo Lion SA, as we have courageous conversations with entrepreneurs, thought leaders, and marketers that you should know. Subscribe to the Lebo Lion Show on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or SoundCloud to be the first to get a notification every second Tuesday of the month when we release a new episode. You can even tune in on YouTube at Lebo Lion SA to see a video version of the podcast. Thank you for tuning in and welcome to the Lion Tribe. Yeah. Yeah. Come let me teach you a lesson. Come let me teach you a lesson. Level line with the tweets. Follow me back to my nest. Level line with the podcast. Teach you lesson because I got class. Level line with the impact. You be lying, that's a real fact. Come let me teach you a lesson. Come let me teach you a lesson. Level line with the tweets. Follow me back to my nest. Level line with the podcast. Teach you lesson because I got class. Level line with the impact. You be lying, that's a real fact. Let me learn your song. Let me learn your song. Let me learn your song. Come here, let me learn your song. 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 Come here, let me learn your song. 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 Come here, let me learn your song. 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 Come here, let me learn your song. Hi guys and welcome to another episode of the Lebo Lion podcast. I'm your host Lebo Lion and here we talk everything tech, social media trends, entrepreneurship and business on the African continent. I know that sounds like a lot, but they're all intertwined, right? You can't really do one without the other successfully. I believe in holistic approaches to things. I think that things work best when they linked with what helps them work best and so business doesn't exist in a silo business is a whole ecosystem of connecting parts and that's why this podcast talks about what it talks about i'm excited today i'm excited i feel renewed you know my energy feels like it got a surge of something and i think that's just because I did my vision board this weekend. I don't know how many of you believe in vision boards. I didn't until last year when I tried it for the first time. And by the end of the year, I realized that I was taking off so many things that I'd written on my vision board. And I was like, actually, there's something here. So I decided that I should continue with it. And so this weekend I did my vision board and I literally feel like there's a weight that's been lifted off my shoulders. And now I have some sense of direction for the year, you know, and I understand where I'm trying to go, what to say yes to, what to say no to. So I'm excited. For those of you who are new to the podcast, welcome, 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 welcome. You've made the right decision. You're going to love it here. You're going to want to stay more. You're going to want me to release more podcasts than I am because it's just that lit over here. And to those people who've been Lebo Lion show listeners, Hello, my darlings. How are you doing? I know a lot of the time people want me to be formal because, you know, we're talking about business and marketing and social media. But 
human connection is not formal, right? We need to get to know each other on a personal level. Even if it's just showing bits of our personality, like how I like making funny noises and funny faces when I say certain words sometimes. I don't know why I do that. My public speaking teacher from matric would have fuming if he saw me do this, but that's what I do. That's what Lebo Lion does. So welcome, my darlings. I'm so happy you're back. And thank you for keeping this community going. Thank you for keeping this podcast relevant, fresh, fun. You know, you guys, like I said, you make me look good. And I'll never, ever stop saying that because I genuinely believe that podcasts are made by their communities. And it's not only by the size of the community because size is not always a representation of quality or something that's progressive or something that's actually good for society, but also the quality of the listeners, right? You guys... Trust me when I say, you guys, the Label Lion Show listeners, are of a high caliber. You're of a high caliber. You make me look good. You want progressive content from me. I give you progressive content and you engage. We engage. Everyone in the Label Lion community is trying to build the life of their dreams. They don't have time to have archaic mindsets. They don't have time not to be open-minded and to learn. And I really love that about you guys because it keeps me relevant. It keeps me being about my brand and showing companies that, you know what? There's a big portion of the South African population who want better for themselves and they want the content that helps them do that. So thank you guys. Thank you for always making me look good and supporting the good work that I do and not trying to push me to do things that don't make sense, that are toxic, that don't work for society. I'll forever be grateful. But today, my darlings, we're going to have fun. You know, I know we have fun on the podcast, but this one is a little bit different because we're going to have one of my online mentors joining us in spirit (laughs) Uh, on this podcast. We will be talking about Facebook ads. And I think this is a very important conversation for us to have because we're spending a lot of money on Facebook ads, guys. And I don't think enough of us are actually getting the true value of running Facebook ads. You can literally find yourself spending hundreds of thousands of rands on Facebook ads a week if you're not careful. So it's important for us to understand what Facebook ads are and then to do them well, or maybe not to do them at all. And I think this podcast is going to answer that. So I can't wait to get into it. Marketing is a wonderful and complex thing. It leans into our psyche and challenges us to find creative ways to serve markets and grab attention. When it's used correctly, marketing can help you achieve your commercial objectives, gain a loyal customer base, and make your offering a household brand. Used incorrectly though, marketing can be very expensive, which is why so many corporations cut the marketing budget as their first line of response in times of difficulty. Right, because they're just not getting the value. They're not seeing the results, and I'm I'm very embarrassed and sad to say that a lot of the time, marketing departments aren't bringing the results, because the marketing sphere is so hazy and people don't really know who to hire, what skills they need to have, and so it's a bit of a messy, messy climate. I'm not saying that there aren't any talented marketers out there. There are plenty. But do they get the opportunity to do what they should be doing the way they should be doing it? I don't think so. And so marketing really has some very, very bad PR. But as we move into 2022 
and devise marketing and advertising strategies for our offerings, I thought it would be timely to talk about and understand Facebook ads. And who better to guide us through this conversation than the man who spent, guys, listen to this, a hundred million dollars on Facebook ads. A hundred million dollars. What would you do if you had a hundred million dollars? Would you spend it on Facebook ads? Oh, I wouldn't. Oh my goodness, no. I would just invest that money and be financially free for the rest of my life. And this man's name is Nick Shackleford. He's very cool. You can also check him out on uh, YouTube. But he spent a hundred million dollars on Facebook ads. Obviously, this is not just his personal money. He's worked in agency. And so I think he's just, it's a cumulative measure. Like of all the campaigns and brands they've worked with in the agency, they've spent over a hundred million dollars in Facebook ads. So Facebook is coining it, darling. And I want to coin it like Facebook. But before we get into this topic, let's quickly define what Facebook ads are, guys. You know me and definitions. We need to be on the same page, so we need to define things so we understand what base we're working from. Facebook ads are paid messages from businesses that are written in their voice and help reach the people who matter most to them. Advertisers and marketers create campaigns that have specific goals, which we call advertising objectives. And they create ads within those campaigns to help them reach those objectives. In this podcast, we will use Nick Shackleford's five key learnings from spending $100 million on Facebook ads. I think we should just get into it. The first learning that he has is make good decisions. And he calls this the MDG method. Make good decisions by understanding your key metrics. What is your margins? How much can you afford to spend? And what are the correlations between when you need to make decisions about killing or scaling your ads? It's very important when it comes to ads that you spend money on to make good decisions. Without those good decisions, you could be blowing your budget. You could be wasting money and you probably won't get the results that you need. So essentially, you need to be thinking about what kind of strategies content etc am i making that helps me easily convert attention to clicks and you have to make good decisions that allow you to do that to convert attention to clicks to sales the second lesson and i love this lesson is lose the romanticism and it's so cool because when he was speaking about this he actually asked a question he says what's the last facebook ad that you remember And I thought that's such a profound question. Like, really, what's the last Facebook ad that you remember? I personally do not remember them, but I also am not really on Facebook. I have an account, but it's not um, my primary social media asset for engagement. So I, I don't really notice them. But even on Instagram, I just don't notice the ads. And I think that's a great point to make, that these things are fleeting and there's so many of them. So don't romanticize this idea of, the kind of ad that you have to make, that the pen has to fall gently down onto a white pillow of feathers and there has to be, you know, romantic music. And look, the the most important thing with ads is to make them happen. You need to make them happen so you can learn from them quickly. My philosophy is that people only truly remember the offerings that they buy or the offerings they're thinking about investing in. And when I say offerings, I mean the ad messages that they get, right? So if I'm looking for pots for my house and I keep seeing the Crescent pots, and actually I think I've always wanted them or I aspire to have them, whatever the case may be, I'm going to remember the Le Crescent ads. 
But on average, I'm not just going to remember every single random ad that pops up on my feed that has nothing to do with my needs or desires. And as the business owner or the digital marketer or the creative in the business, you need to prioritize the right things. Don't romanticize things. Focusing on buttons you need to change, color, font, etc. are the wrong priorities. You want to use your energy on the things that help you achieve your objectives. So you want to understand things like your unique selling proposition. What is it? What sets you apart from everybody else? And how do you communicate that to an audience in an ad very quickly? What's your positioning? You know, who are your competitors in the market? Um, is your pricing correct? Does it show properly on your ad? Can you convert? Can you convert? What's your rate of conversion? What would change your rate of conversion? Those are the things that you must focus on that will direct whether you need to change the font, whether you need to change the color, whether you need a new picture. All of those decisions have to be made from a strategic base. So don't overly romanticize the aesthetics and things like that that really don't matter without a strategic eye on them. The third learning that Nick has is invest in hiring the right people. Oh my goodness. I could go on and on and on and on and on about the value of hiring the right people. In fact, maybe I should make it a podcast one day because wow, last year alone, I lost so much money from hiring one wrong person. One. And when I did a, a, a financial recon and I actually tried to understand how much money I actually lost, the opportunities I forfeited from hiring this person, it was a lot. I was really, really upset with myself, you know, and I, and I had to actually go to my therapist and just talk to them and just say, listen, I made this bad decision. I usually know how to do this, but with this, I just didn't see it, you know? And he said to me, don't be hard on yourself, but it was a learning curve and I'm really grateful for it. Uh, but hiring the right people is the real investment. So Nick calls the people you should hire in your business for ads as creative teammates. Basically, don't put the pressure of all things online on your digital marketing specialist. And I think too many people believe that if somebody says they're a digital marketer, that they can do everything. So they know how to create content, do Facebook ads, do video. No, we are not media houses. A digital marketer really is a person who's a strategist. They understand how to read the metrics. They understand from a very business perspective how to make things happen. But they're not necessarily the creatives who will produce the assets that are needed to create the digital marketing results that we're looking for. So digital marketers are more like strategic specialists. And then your photographers, your content creators, etc. Those will be the people who do all the groundwork that helps you create the assets that are needed by the digital marketer to make things work. Hire someone who knows the brand, understands positioning and how ads work. This will save you time and make you more money in the long run. It will also create a more balanced team that is focused on delivering from their unique skill sets. And that's important. You want everybody to be creating from their natural base of strength, not spreading themselves thin over activities they're not actually very good at doing. The fourth key learning from Nick is invest in the product experience and customer support. Oh my gosh. 
This is one of the most important points for me. It really determines whether you're going to grow a successful business that becomes a brand or if you're going to make temporary sales, once-off sales, and that's it. Investing in the product experience mitigates against the possible distribution challenges that a customer may experience from your brand. For example, product shipment might take long on your side because of COVID and you might be hiring you know, your stock from a different country. And this will impact the time at which you can actually get your product to the customer. Or you could even have issues with your courier company, like I've been experiencing with Audacity, where some people's orders have literally taken over a month to get to them. Even though on our side, we fulfilled them literally the next day after the person ordered. You know, and these things happen. So having a good product experience helps the customer feel reassured and it reduces their frustration, anger, and buyer's remorse when they get the product because they actually have an enjoyable experience opening and interacting with the product once they get it. So this speaks to your packaging, for example. Um, Do you have some kind of unboxing mechanism that makes people feel good when they're opening your package and they're like, oh, this is amazing. It was worth the wait or it was worth the fuss. So that product experience is very, very important. Creating a good product experience can increase your sales and it can create euphoria for the customer when the package is in their hand. Managing your customer's experience also allows you to preempt customer needs, have an open communication line with your customers and have timely responses to their purchasing experience. Good customer service and product experience are great tools in doubling down on sales and building a brand because brand is all about community. It's how people feel about you. Sales is the actual exchange, you know, product for money. But brand is how people feel about what you offer and what it means to their life. It becomes an integral part of their lived experience. You want to create a brand if you want to make legacy money. And the fifth learning that Nick has shared with us, which is probably my favorite, is don't hire an agency. Ooh, controversial. Ooh, but I fundamentally believe in this. You know, in the process of building your business, you'll find yourself feeling desperate to meet targets and make sales. However, working with an agency does not guarantee sales. I hope you're all hearing me. Working with an agency does not guarantee sale. Agencies at their core are meant to amplify what you are already doing. If it's good, then you've hit the jackpot. And if it's bad, then you're wasting a lot of money because they're just going to amplify the bad things that you're doing. The key to winning with Facebook ads is to learn the social media platforms you're using and understand your customers. I cannot stress this enough. It doesn't matter if you're doing ads, it doesn't matter if you're building a community, it doesn't matter if you have an online store, e-commerce. As long as you're online, your greatest asset, your greatest everything is your customers. It's the relationship that you have with your customers. Guarded with your life, invest the most money and time into that relationship. Trust me, there are companies that have won out there that are not aesthetically pleasing, but because of the relationship with the customer, they've got sales for life. And my recommendation is that once you've made about, let's say, 100 sales and you have a sense of what kind of communication fits your audience, 
you can then start looking for agencies that can help you amplify that process because you can guide them through the process. You can say, well, I, I respect your recommendation, but my audience actually exists like this. So let's amend the strategy to fit that. You know, you need to be hands on. You need to be able to guide the agencies that you work with so that they can actually build your brand into the kind of brand that you envision. My good friends, unfortunately, for those people who are looking for quick fixes, an instant solution does not exist for this process. You have to go through it and you have to be hands on. It doesn't matter if you have social media managers, it doesn't matter if you have a digital marketing strategist, whatever the case may be. You need to be hands-on with this. You need to understand it. At least the first hundred sales, then you can give it to somebody else to manage and run. But please understand this so that you can really build a meaningful business. Look, the journey of Facebook ads can be a crazy one. In 2021, I spent thousands of rands on Facebook ads. In fact, I won't even tell you how many rands, but it's thousands of rands. And honestly, they mostly improved my understanding of how messaging is absorbed by customers and how ads move through the online space, right? Because this is a perception game and perception is a very tricky thing. It's a highly intellectual subject because it requires a deep understanding of human emotions and the human mind. So for us to do this as marketers or entrepreneurs, is really an extreme sport because you're doing something that some people spend years of their lives studying and figuring out and then getting all this tech support for etc etc this is not easy please do not undermine facebook ads they're important they are your customers or your potential customers first experience of your offering they're also how you communicate who you are to the world if you don't get that mix of understanding people with good copy and something attractive and punchy that people actually want to engage with, then you're totally going to lose out on the potential that your product service offering has for the market. Sometimes you actually have a good business and a great product, but you just don't have good advertising and marketing. So nobody sees it and then nothing happens. So please don't take this lightly, but also pat yourself on the back if you've ever tried because it's more complex than it looks. And that's why so many people will gravitate to a Facebook or an Instagram because they've already got a few plugins integrated into the system that actually allow people to, to do it in an easier way, that make the process a little bit easier for the average person. And you know, the route that I took, so me spending a lot of money and learning, it was a route I could afford because I had the budget and because I ran the ads through my company and not in my personal capacity. So it was easier for me to make the decision to take on the risk and because understanding these things helps with my business offering as a digital marketer and somebody who offers solutions for the online space. However, if you are not in a position like mine or you don't have the luxury or the budget to experiment from your ads, there are certain things that you can do and I heavily believe in these that can help you understand them. The first one is simple. Watch YouTube videos and listen to podcasts that talk about how to do Facebook ads successfully and then create a Facebook ad strategy based on that. 
I don't know why people keep sleeping on podcasts and YouTube, but these things work. You just have to be discerning about who you listen to. But truly, guys, these things work. And what you find is most YouTube channels and podcasts will give you free solutions. So you can actually test this person's advice and see if it works or if it's just not relevant for you. The second option is sign up for courses that teach Facebook ads. This is a true investment. If you don't understand marketing at all, you don't understand advertising, copy, all those things, invest in a course. You will not regret it because these ads can change the trajectory of your business success. And the third one, which I think is probably the least popular, is focus on building a brand and community. You know, for me, I found that in all my social media endeavors, the activities that have been the most sustainable and yielded the most results are the ones that didn't cost a lot of money to produce, that allowed me to connect with my community and that I could do easily, like creating a podcast, like speaking. Those things come very easily and naturally to me. And I found that that built my brand and that built my community. And that allowed me to test my product offering on those people and start my sales base from that community before I even thought of spending money on Facebook ads or anything like that. The process of building a brand online allows you to understand the entire ecosystem and you have the added bonus of actually building a community with that, within that process. And that's invaluable. That's invaluable. If you know how to build a community, you can do anything because a community is your sales base. Those are your brand advocate. That, that's your testing ground. If you can build and own that, you are powerful. And I'd say have patience. Have patience. Learn your customers. Engage with them. Build brand by building community. Allow that growth to dictate how you should offer your product, where your product is positioned, you know, and then once you get to a place that makes sense for you, then you can start to invest more money in Facebook ads. Guys, thank you so much for tuning in. I'm, I'm just happy. I'm happy that we are growing as a community. I'm happy that we are progressive minded people. We are slaying our goals. We are doing it even when it's hard. We are taking a break, but then getting back on the horse. You know, I, I just love that about the, the Labor Lion Show community. I love that. In fact, I need a name for our community. So guys, don't be afraid to DM me or comment underneath on this podcast. And just let me know, what should the Labor Lion community be called? We're disruptive. We're courageous. We have audacity. We are open-minded. We are futuristic thinkers. We're progressive. What do we call that? What do we call that? Let me know, guys. I'm open to suggestions. I really want to give our community a name because we're going larger than life this year. We're going larger, bigger and better all the time. Larger. Thank you so much for tuning in. And I can't wait to engage with you guys on another episode of the Label Lion Show. But until then, and for those who are new to the channel, we drop a new episode 
every Tuesday morning between 7 a.m. and 8 a.m. So you can listen to it throughout the day, whether you're at work, whether you're at home, whether, you know, you're on holiday. You get to decide when in the day you're going to listen to the podcast. But we drop every Tuesday between 7 a.m. and 8 a.m. on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Podbean, everywhere. We're literally everywhere. Where you find podcasts, that's where the Label Lion Show is. Thank you guys for tuning in. And remember, the best way to eat an elephant is one bite at a time.